Hello, welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. My name is Christian Velez. I'm the student pastor here at North Church, and I want to welcome you from wherever you're watching. Uh, today, I have the honor to have one of my really good friends, Mel, with us. Mel, I need our church and everyone watching to know a little bit about you. Okay. You are an incredible woman. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your background, what you have done. You were a student okay. pastor for a long time. For a long time. I think when you're in student ministry, it's dog years. So <laughs> you know this. I was in ministry for 100 years. Um, I worked with teenagers for 16 years, and now I work for a ministry that serves single moms. I was a single mom myself for nine years. Um, I have two boys that are now 13 and 19. Um, so yeah, I don't have a lot of hobbies going on at the time <laughs> because I'm an Uber driver and a counselor and all of the things. So that's and one of your at. kids play baseball. We were talking about that earlier. Yes. My little dude How plays that? baseball. He's a mom that gets crazy. No, 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 no. I'm super chill mom. I let all the other parents do that. I promise you. <laughs> I like, I get embarrassed because they, they are serious about this. Um, I always tell my son, this is a, it's called a game for a reason. Yeah. Like we're having fun because he's a super stressed athlete yeah. like he expects himself to do the best and I'm like bro <laughs> Calm like down. we're just this you're in seventh grade so <laughs> no I take snacks yeah. and I'm just like let's go 10 you know <laughs> I'm super chill but it's busy and when he's busy I'm busy that's awesome that's the part about being a parent that no one tells you about <laughs> so we have created this podcast to resource parents and uh, we have based this podcast on Proverbs 22 6 train up a child in the way he should go okay. even when he's old he will not depart from it and I'm excited for the conversation today and I'm excited that you are the one answering these questions and not okay. me well, I don't have I'm a, in the hot seat. Yeah, the okay, hot. I got this. But before uh, we go into our conversation, I'm going to ask Christian Melman, our podcast producer, to give us our icebreaker. Okay. Hey, Mel, so excited you're joining us today. I'm excited for this conversation, excited for what we're going to talk about. My icebreaker question for you is I want you to tell us a little bit about the ministry you're involved in. I know it's an amazing ministry and it's a unique ministry. So go ahead and tell us about the ministry that you are involved in. Yeah, Arise Single Moms exists to equip and serve single moms. We exist to connect them to the local church because we believe that community is so important, mm -hmm. especially when you're parenting alone. So we create free resources. We have a podcast. Um, much better than this one. <laughs> just kidding. We have a, a, a podcast that is just for that audience. Mm -hmm. Everything we create is to remind the single mom that there's solidarity out there and that yeah. she's not alone. Um, so if your audience is a single mom or they know a single mom, they can go to arisesinglemoms.com and it's all free resources. And if you are, um, you know, a single mom that's going through something, you can reach out to mm -hmm. us because we don't want her to go through that yeah. alone. So that's what we do. That's why we exist. And you've, you've shared with mm -hmm. our moms, your story, yep. and you've been a great voice for them too. So we just we we really love partnering yeah. with you in any way that we can yeah thank you if you know of a single everyone knows of a single mom yeah everyone around you you know maybe you might be a single mom watching this video and i want to encourage you i mean their organization does incredible things i've been part of some of their bible studies that they have done yeah. and their conference so uh look for that information and if you know of someone send it to them yeah now 
Mel, we're talking about sin and how to have this conversation with our students, with our kids. Yeah. And uh, why should we talk about sin? So I, this is an honest truth. I had no idea that that was your theme verse for this <laughs> podcast. I obviously yeah. had done my research. I thought of this verse when we talked about this subject. Um, and I thought we, we have to talk about it because that verse says the word train. Yes. Like you should train mm -hmm. up your children. And any good training prepares you for obstacles. Mm -hmm. A sports team studies their opponent. Mm -hmm. And so as parents, we should be talking about sin because sin is is an opponent to our children and to their future. And, and that verse is not just a suggestion, it's a promise. So if you do this, it promises you that your children will be able to overcome or sustain it. And yeah. so when I, when I thought of this, why should we talk about sin, that verse popped into my mind yeah. right away because we are training our mm -hmm. children. We are not telling them or suggesting, yeah. you know, and, and I just, I think of the sports thing probably because I am spending so much time at a baseball field right now <laughs> in my life, but, but good sports teams, they study their mm -hmm. opponents. And as Parents who are coaches in this season, we should be studying that opponent and the way that we do that as we talk to our kids about it. I love the use, use the word coach. I don't know if you have ever heard of any of our podcasts, but I use that phrase so much about how as, as parents, as leaders, we, we have to lead this generation by coaching them. Yeah. And I love that you say that training them and coaching them on how to make good decisions and better decisions when yeah. they make a bad one. And uh, I, I love that you say that, that we have to want, we have to train them, we have to coach them, we have to, we have to be willing to have conversations with them. And sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm sure parents don't want to have those conversations, <laughs> but the sooner that you have them, I feel like the easier it's going to be. Absolutely. Because if you, if they do something, And you say, ah, I should talk to them, but I don't know how to. And you keep putting it on, putting it on, putting it on. It's never going to happen. Yeah. You know, and we have to, you say, we have to train them. Uh, uh, we, we say this a lot in, in, our, in, our, in our team, like in-game coaching. Uh, something okay. doesn't go how we were expecting. Hey, let's talk about it right now. So yeah. now, why are you passionate about talking about sin? Now, you've been a student pastor for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you were a student for a long time and you've been a mom for 19 years now. Yeah. Why are you passionate about talking about sin with your kids yeah. or students? It's funny to say, I love talking about sin. <laughs> or I think that um, I want to tell a story here because I had an experience that really shaped me. I don't know how I handled sin before this experience. Mm. Um, I don't know that it's something that I thought, you know, we almost want to avoid it. We forget that scripture talks about that it's in us and around us. We live in a sinful world. We are, you know, it's all of these things. Um, but I had this experience with a student. I had visited him. Uh, he had attempted suicide and I visited him at a local hospital. And then afterwards he had gotten out, he was doing a little better and we had lunch. And I said, can you just tell me what got you there? Mm -hmm. And we began having this conversation, um, where he shared with me something he had not shared with anyone, that he was struggling with homosexuality. And we're in Chipotle eating chips and queso, you know. Um, and he's, he's, he's physically getting upset. And I had said to him, have you talked to your parents about this? And 
the way that he looked at me in that moment was this, I'll never forget his face. I'm going to get emotional imagining this because you can see heartbreak in people's face. You know, Mm -hmm. we can hide a lot of things, but like true heartbreak, like you just see it all over their body. And I saw it in his face and I said, you know, what, what are you thinking right now? And he said, I can never tell my parents. And that's why I got to a place where I tried to kill myself because I don't want to spend the rest of my life lying to my parents. And I said, no, 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 you can, you can tell your parents they love you. And I knew his parents, they were incredible. And I started encouraging him. And he said, Mel, all my life, my parents have talked about this issue and sin and they've talked about homosexuals almost like they were monsters. Mm-hmm. And he said, so when I go home, I'm so sorry. I hate crying too, Christian. <clears throat> You're like Barbara Walters right now. He said, when I go home, I feel like a monster. Wow. And that's a really hard life to live. And um, and we worked through that. And we had a moment mm-hmm. with his parents. And, you know, parents make mistakes. And we don't realize we're saying the things that we say, but I went home that day and we had a chalkboard on our wall at home and I wrote, bring your sin home. And from that day forward, I started talking to my boys about, you have sin in you. And I know this because I do and I bring it home and you guys see it and I want to see your sin too. And so we just created this dialogue as a family of that we're going to talk about sin Mm -hmm because we have it. And so I became very careful about the way that I talked about anything from homosexuality to, you know, being an OSU fan, because that's (laughs) sinful too, (laughs) you know? So it just, I think that for me, (laughs) I had to bring in a joke there because we're getting emotional. I think that that's why I'm passionate because Mm -hmm. I had a student that, you know, he almost lost his life over this. Um, And so it's a really big deal. And I don't think any parents will ever want something like that yeah, for their no. kids. Yeah, no. When we had that conversation, you know, it was just like, you know, I'm crying, but I can't imagine how they still feel to that yeah. day. And so I think it's so important to have this conversation to avoid all of those, yeah. whether it's small or big yeah. or, you know. I love that you use that, 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 that phrase and that you wrote it on a, on a board at your house, bring your sin home. Um, and I think sometimes students don't talk about these things because they don't feel like home is a safe place. Right. And I don't think any parent does that on purpose. Yeah. Where this is not a safe place for you yeah. to bring anything. And I think it's why we have to ask good questions and listen to to our kids. Um, but opening that dialogue, I'm like, hey, what are you struggling with? And not asking the question one time, but often because yeah. they might not feel safe right now, but maybe in a couple of weeks, if you ask, sometimes when I, when something is happening with me and my wife, I'm just hoping that she's like, tell, how are you feeling? Cause I want to <laughs> tell you, ask me. Right. You know, so I think it's like, as, as students, students are dealing with so many things that when I was growing up, the world was crazy. Yeah. Now t- today's generation are living in an insane world. And, uh, if we give them the option to talk about their issues, their sin, um, again, the Bible verse, train up your child in the way that he should go. He will never depart from it. Um, I think that's that's such a great way of doing it, asking, putting it in a safe place. Hey, if you, if, I've, I've, I've talked to a parent one time and told me that they journal. 
So if they have something to tell me, like they will write it down okay. because it was an easier way for the student to share with her mm -hmm. what she was going through. And I, I thought that was a great way of doing it because I'm a person that I love to talk. Some people don't. Yeah. My wife doesn't love to, she doesn't like confrontation. She doesn't like it. Um, this is, this is a, uh, this is a, I'm being totally vulnerable and transparent, but when something happens between me and my wife, I know she's going to text me about it. <laughs> and I tell her, don't text me about this. If let you don't her text talk. you. <laughs> and I'll be like, I should let her because that's the way that, so yeah. you need to know how you're children communicate absolutely and they're probably if you have more than one they're yeah. going to be opposites probably yeah. you know my oldest we have to talk about hard things in the car so that he he's not looking at me yeah. he cannot be honest you know he has to yeah. be looking out the window you know we'll go yeah. to on cue but my youngest we can throw the ball back and forth and he will he just opens up he asks yeah. me crazy questions but they're so different if i tried to ride in the car my youngest wants to see my facial expressions yes. and I'm my like oldest doesn't yeah and you just want to let's throw the ball and he'll just be like hey what do you think about sin and i'm like what in the world you know and so knowing your audience with your kids is so important but we want to get especially after the first one you're like i've got this yeah. And then that second one comes along and you're like, they're totally different. So, <laughs> you know, so let your wife text you, Christian. I know I need to. I learned something today. <laughs> so um, what are the benefits of talking with your children about yeah. sin? I think there's so many, but the one, if I could pick one, the most important is I always say, and I say this to my boys, that I'm not raising boys, I'm raising men. Mm -hmm. And to remember that... If you're talking to your kids about sin, you're teaching them to talk about sin. Yeah. And they are going out, like you said, into a world. Like our neighbor is no longer the person that lives across the street. We can instantly have news about our neighbor across yeah. the world. That's a heavy burden for yeah. our kids. And if we're raising Christ followers who love their neighbors, they have to be good at talking about sin as well. So a part of me writing that on the board was not just that I wanted them to interact with me about their sin. I was teaching them, hopefully, to deal with their friends or their enemies as well. So I think to remember that you're raising young men and women is a really important part of this whole aspect, mm -hmm. that you're teaching them this is how we deal with sin. We don't deal with it with hate or throwing Bible verses at people, or whatever those things are, mm -hmm. that we deal with it through communication and through love and grace yeah. and patience. So I think that's the biggest pro, is one day I cannot wait, and I'm hoping for this, that I get to experience my boys handling someone else's sin in a graceful way. That's awesome. Is there any consequences would you would say to oh my dealing, gosh. talking about sin or talking about sin? Um. Yeah, you know, it just really sucks. I don't know if I can say that on this podcast. Yeah, of course. Um, it is hard, and it's going to cost you something. Now, I've never sinned, so I don't know. <laughs> no, but you, you know, to, to talk about this, because your kids are probably going to throw things back at you. So it's going to humble you. Um, it's going to take work. It's going to take effort. And also, it is incredibly painful when they are honest about their sin. Because I wanted to believe that my son didn't deal with things, especially because I was a youth pastor and I was a good mom, right, Christian? Like, mm -hmm. I'm talking about this. And I remember in middle school when um, 
my my oldest was struggling, uh, and he knows we. I have permission to talk about this with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was struggling with pornography, and we began began having a constant conversation, like you said, of of asking him. And several years down the road, um, we were talking about it again. And I said, "How can I help you with this?" And he said, "Mom, never stop asking me. Wow, if I'm looking at porn." And that took you. It was about five years down the road, and my lip was like quivering. I'm like, oh my gosh. But also every time I asked him, a little piece of me inside died because I always wanted him to be like, I'm free from it. I did so awesome. And sometimes he did, but sometimes he would admit to me and you don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. You want to believe that your children are perfect and that you did such a great job, but sin is in them, you know, and it's in the world. And so it's painful. Yeah. And it's going to cost you something. So that is a definite con to all of this. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> you you talked about, you know, like the, the experience with your children when they admit sin. And I think, mm-hmm. and I've said this before in this podcast, how we react mm-hmm. when they confess or say something plays a huge role. Absolutely. Plays a, because that would determine whether they confess again or they don't or they yes. hide it from you. And have you experienced any of that with your children? Or I know that, you know, you probably have a different relationship today uh, with your children. But was there a time where you just reacted and built a wall between you and your children? I'm so I'll go back to the issue, the moment with porn. I think the Lord had I had just had a conversation with a parent. You need to wear a mask at times. Your, Your daughter had told me that. Um, that you make these facial expressions. Uh, it was kind of another conversation. Have you talked to your mom? Oh my gosh, the way my mom's face, you know. Yeah. And so this mom, and she was a friend of mine. She's like, oh my gosh, I've got to, I said, just put on a mask, you know, just freeze your face. And I went home and that was the day that I had caught my son looking at porn. And there are moments where I will freak out. Like if you leave the laundry in the washer overnight, I will lose my mind. <laughs> But in that moment, the Lord, I think the Holy Spirit, I literally looked at him and I remember walking away to my room, which was probably the scariest moment of his life, you know, when mom is just quiet. (laughs) And I, I gathered myself and then we sat at the kitchen table and I told him, I said, I will probably lose my mind when you leave laundry in the washer. But in these moments that are real, like, we're going to have a conversation about this. And so I've had moments where I have reacted, but that one stands out to me that I actually did a good job. And I, I don't really want to like out myself mm-hmm. with the cameras and the audio right yeah. now. So I'm only going to talk about good things that I did. <laughs> no, no. But that for me, that was one of my, my answers to this question was the way that you react. Yeah. And I just think of that student when we sat down with his parents and he told them the way that they reacted washed away everything that they had said. Mm -hmm. I mean, he still had scars from it, but their reaction, it was a balm to all of his pain. And that is so important. And you're going to have to, that's why I drive with my oldest because he sometimes says things that shock me, but when you're in the car, you can just be like, you know, and they don't see it and you're just (laughs) squeezing that steering wheel. And so your reaction is so very important. Um, I also think it's important to talk about your own sin. You don't have to be that parent that tells them everything, but my boys know that I'm not perfect. And Mm -hmm. and I will say that to them at times when I mess up, Mm -hmm. like, Hey, and and I've shared with them things that, you know, I haven't always been a Christ Mm -hmm. follower 
And we talk a lot about that. And I know that gives them an opportunity to throw things back at me. But if it's for their greater good, then I'll take those stones, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I think reaction in your face. Yeah. You know, we can. Oh, yeah. It's a 55% of your communication through your body language. Yeah. That's probably why your wife texts you. It has to be. You, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you know, you, you know, I think there's a different challenge when you were a, your pastor's, your kid's pastor, because yeah. your son was in your student ministry. Yes. How did you talk about sin with your son when you were the student pastor? Is it different? Uh, because, and the reason why I want to ask this question is because as parents, you're pastoring your children. Yeah. So, and it's easy to deal with the sin of other kids when one is your kid is different. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there is any. You know, that was a really hard season, um, probably more for me than than him. I think he kind of thought it was cool, which my youngest was like, please don't be my youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my greatest fear was him feeling like that I was two people. And this was yeah. whether he I was a youth pastor or a or anything yeah. that I working at the church. I didn't want him to live with a person at home that people didn't see on stage. Yeah. Um, and so I, I felt like one of the things that I did right as a student pastor, and there were a lot of things I did wrong, but one of the things I did right was I was, I tried to just be myself. Um, so I knew that maybe a story or a way that I was acting on stage that I had already told my son that story yeah. or I never wanted him to be surprised or look on stage and be like, Psh, that is not who she was on Tuesday. <laughs> and those moments happened. Yeah. And I would literally say, I know what I preached about was not what I was practicing on Monday. Yeah. And, and we, I was always needing grace from them. So yeah. I just, I tried really desperately to create a safe place, not only for my son, um, but for my students, yeah. you know? Um, and so that, that was important yeah. to me as, as a student pastor and, and dealing with students, as you know, like if you ever decide to have children, you're going to be so prepared because if you can navigate those things with somebody that you mm-hmm. see once a week or twice a week, you're definitely going to be able to do it with your children, yeah. you know? And it was kind of the same thing. I made sure I was honest and they knew I sinned and I asked a lot of questions yeah. that you don't always want the answers to, you know? Um, but I think it's so, so important. I'm going to plug you right now that mm-hmm. it's so, so important to have somebody else in your kid's life that's saying the same thing you are. Mm-hmm. And this was difficult because I was my son's youth pastor. So I was so intentional and I was a single mom for a period of that time, I had men in his life that I knew Mm -hmm. were backing me up on things that I knew were pointing him to Christ. And that's why having your kids involved in a student ministry that has a great student pastor is so important Mm -hmm. because you can say it, but they can show them Mm -hmm. it. And they're going to say it over and over again. I remember I bought my son this pink shirt and it was so cool. And I was like, bro, I got you the coolest shirt. And he was like, I'm not wearing pink. He was in middle <laughs> school. And I said, real, real men wear pink, man. That's what they say. And it hung in his closet for probably half a year. And one morning he came down wearing it. And I said, what? what you're wearing the shirt? And he goes, yeah, Donnie. He was an intern. He wasn't even a pastor at the church yet. He was just an intern. And I don't mean that against interns. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He saw yeah. him even. And he goes, yeah, Donnie said real men wear pink. And it took everything inside of me to go, no, I said that. And I said, oh, so you're going to wear the shirt? It became his favorite shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like a funny thing about a pink yeah. shirt. But get people that talk about the yep. pink shirt. Yep. 
you want, you know, if you want them to talk about their sin or you want them to be honest, Mm -hmm. like get people that are saying those same things. That's so good that you share that because we need growing up. My mom was a single mom. We were three, she had three children and people at church for us is what really changed my life. We, uh, I have a great dad, but my dad wasn't a, it's not a Christ follower. So his advice was always opposed to what the scripture says. Right. But seeing those men and those mentors in, in, in my life as a child, it really changed my yeah. life. So do you have kids that are part of students or kids ministry? Uh, this, is a, this is why I think it's so important. You, you, you said it. This is why it's so important for them to be part of a student ministry or a kids ministry because those leaders and mentors are helping you raise those children. Yes. When I talk about obedience on, to students or I talk about sin or I talk about anything, I would say, I'm going to tell you what your parents tell you. But mm-hmm. for some weird reason, it's new information to them. <laughs> yeah. And parents are been saying the exact same things word by mm-hmm. word. You know, uh, my wife is one of our small group leaders. And she said, well, you know, Pastor Christian said this. And my mom says this all the time. But it's different when he says it. I say, but that's the reason why we need people that yeah. are speaking life into your children because they're helping you raise these children. You don't have to do this alone. Right. Whether you're a single mom or you guys, uh, or you and your spouse, you don't have to do it alone. Thank you so much for, for answering these questions, for helping us, uh, how to deal with sin. Thank you for yeah. being so raw and honest uh, uh, with us. I love that phrase, bring your sin home. Yeah, Parents, I want to encourage you to have these conversations with your children. And if you need help, we're here for you. We want to be a resource to you. If you know of somebody that is dealing with sin uh, with their children, send them this podcast because I I believe it will help them a ton. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Thank you so much, Mel, for being here with us. Uh, If you have any questions that you would love for us to discuss, Uh, send it to parents at north.church and we will see you in the next episode